I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers on the Sneaker Explosion. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. You can find me and follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Lisa Evers. And you can catch up on all of our Street Soldiers episodes, both Hot 97 and Fox 5, free of charge, no subscription, on my website, lisaevers.com. And you can also check out our Street Soldiers podcast version on iTunes and SoundCloud. Now, in this episode, we're focusing on the sneaker explosion and what's fueling a trend that's turned into a multi-billion dollar international industry, as well as a game changer when it comes to dress codes in all sorts of places. They've gone from basketball courts to the boardroom, from the gym to high fashion runways, and thousands of women, probably tens of thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands, are ditching their high heels for sneakers. But is this passion for sneakers here to stay, or is it a new way of living and a new way of dressing? Let's find out what our panel has to say. Joining me is DJ Young Chow. He's a Hot 97 DJ. Young Chow, great to have you with us. Great to have you. Thank you so much. Also with us is Melissa Vaughn. She's a USPR manager for D Squared. She's an urban high fashion fusion expert. Melissa, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Also with us is Joe LaPuma. He's a senior vice president for content and strategies at Complex. He's also the creator and host of the very popular sneaker shopping show. Joe, thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having me. You're dealing with sneakers every single day. Yes. How big is this right now? It's really big. And when I say really big, it was always kind of this niche thing where even coming up, if I had more than five pairs of sneakers, people would look at me crazy. And this was back in the day. But the people who got the sneaker boom and were passionate about it always got it. It was like they always said, they always knew that this was going to be something big. And now we have seen it gone mass for a number of different reasons. And... This is basically, this is now not, it's totally mainstream. It's, it's like where comics were back in the day. And it's like some sort of, it's almost like video games now. It's its own mass section of pop culture. All right, we're going to talk about why that is. Why that, Valissa, the, there, w there was a point where the high fashion world, which you are in and you go to all these shows and you're traveling around the world and dealing with all these different houses and, and designers and things, where they really looked down on anything that, that even had any connection to urban culture. But now that's different. Um, definitely. So I came from a sneaker store called Social Status back in the day. I was able to help start that with um, my former boss, James Whitner. Oh, the man. Yeah. The, the man. The man. Um, he's doing great things, and I'm so proud. I mean, at that time, it was like four or five stores that we were running now to ten, and he has a luxury version of the store now. So back then, we were traveling, you know, again, then around the world, trying to get brands that were willing to you know, be next to an Air Force One. And back then it was like, you know, no, none of these upper brands wanted to have anything to do with sneaker culture. Um, whereas now we, you know, see, you know, Louis Vuitton has a sneaker, Chanel has a sneaker. And to be honest, I give a lot of credit to Kanye West because once he did like the beginning collabs and he did the huge collab with Nike, then everybody really started paying attention to how luxury fashion was starting to fuse with, you know, main sneaker culture. And I think that, honestly, a lot of people might not be happy with that statement, but to me, Kanye then spawned all these other things that occurred, whether it's Fear of God or all these other Virgil with Off-White. 
to make sneaker, you know, and streetwear kind of really fuse with high fashion. So I really give a lot of credit to that kind of era. And I think that's what brought along everyone kind of merging everything. And we're in together. a very different place now today. Absolutely. And Young Child, what about you in terms of in terms of a DJ? It's a, your appearance is part of your brand and part of your popularity. Yes, my father, he was a DJ back in the days. And like... Seeing where the culture's from then to now is, like, totally different. Like, you know, his time, a lot of people wear, like, regular shoes and, you know, dress <laughs> pants and stuff like that. Now everybody have on jeans and sneakers, especially the, the ladies. Like, back in the days, ladies, like you said before, would only wear heels to parties and stuff like that. Now you see a woman put on, like, a Yeezys or a, some like an expensive kind of sneaker to, to go to a party and feel comfortable. And what about for you? Like, how many pairs of sneakers do you have? Or is that too private information? No, that's, not private. On streets no, that's not private. Like, I just actually donated like around like twenty pairs of sneakers that I had. So, um, I have about like over a hundred pairs of sneakers. Wow. Yes, yeah, so I have a lot. Like, I, I'm a big collector of kicks and shoes and everything. All right, we're gonna talk about that, Joe. What's what's fueling this trend though? Because it's. So I mean, yeah. Go Sorry, ahead. There's so many things fueling it. It's so cliche to say the internet has exploded everything, but it, it really has. That's true. Social media. It's not it's not rocket science to right. say the internet has <laughs> contributed to furthering different spaces of, of industry. And and when I was coming up, we had Nike Talk, which was like this bare bones message <laughs> oh, yeah, board. That. And that's where all the, it was before blogs. It was yeah. before Complex. It yes. was before Hypebeast. It was before you could get information and it was like this bare bones message board and it was fueled by the community <laughs> and like Ben Baller was on it and uh, Wale was on it and it was basically people were putting fit pics. It was like, it was like a mix of before Instagram it, right. because people were posting their sneaker pics but also it was where rumors about sneaker information was coming out and if you were plugged in, you know I used to work at a sneaker store at Finish Line and they knew, the people on Nike Talk knew this, uh, when things were dropping before the execs at yes. finish line. And it was only like one thing. <laughs> and now we see, what, hundreds of blogs. So that's one thing. The, when I say the internet, more specifically that. The tunnel every night for NBA. And to a lesser extent, football. Odell Beckham Jr. isn't even playing in sneakers, but that 15 minutes before the game when the cameras catch him walking in, Brown Stadium and what he's wearing, yeah. and then every night Russell Westbrook, LeBron, and then for Adidas, James Harden, what they're wearing, and the brands. Are, these are mini fashion shows every single night. Every it's, night. Be, it's become that way. Listen, what about that? I mean, that's major. I work with James and PJ every week, every day. I mean, I literally have stuff to send to them today. So, you know, they we were so lucky to have them at our show last season. You know, we built great relationships with them, and you know, like. You know, like just said, it's that 10 minutes right before they go, you know, into the locker room is literally turned into a runway. I mean, Complex has covered it. GQ has covered it. And I mean, even that is such a large portion of where it's going that, you know, an Italian brand like D Squared doesn't necessarily care so much about the NBA. But now they're like on it. They want to they want to partner with NBA players. They want to partner with the NFL because they're leading the movement. Kids actually look up to these athletes for their sport that they play. I want to be that player, you know, because they play basketball, but now they want to dress like that player. They want to have They want to the look like them. Definitely. Exactly. Young child, what about that? The like effect so of the true. athlete, like, the these fact athletes, of the athletes. are like so influential right now. Like these kids, like they look for an outlet to go to see what to wear. 
So, like, in high school, like, when I was in high school, I used to look like the seniors, like, you know, what the seniors are wearing, like, <laughs> right. yo, like, all right, they got some fresh kicks, like, I'm going to get that, da 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 But now, social media, like he said, and the internet, like, have everybody dressing how they want to dress. And, you know, the, the NBA, the NFL is, like, another outlet for kids to see them, like, oh, wow, what sneakers are those? Yeah. Like, what are those? Like, All and, right, yeah. we're going to talk about what makes a hot sneaker when we come back. This is Street Soldiers. Stay with us. Hey, what up, y'all? This is Lloyd, the King of Hearts, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people only on Hot 9-7. You dig? Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about the sneaker explosion and have we got a great panel for you. Joining me is Hot 97's own DJ Young Chow. Young Chow, great to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Also with us is Velissa Vaughn. She's the US PR manager for the fashion line D Squared. She's also an urban high fashion fusion expert. Velissa, great to have you back with us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Joe LaPuma. He's the senior vice president for content strategies at Complex, and he's the creator and host of Sneaker Shopping. Joe, great to have you with us. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Joe, what makes a hot sneaker now? I think it's, I think there are some sneakers that are undebatable hot. And that means there's classics and there's there's new iterations of classics. Like that, for example You know the Air Force One is the classic. It's a classic, but the new iterations, you know, you talked about James. He just did a Ama Minier Air Force One collaboration, which everyone loved. And I think it's up to you. It's self expression. So where I may think something is hot, a lot of people don't. You know, we have someone in my office who is almost exclusively only wearing Adidas runners and loves Adidas, but it's hot to him. Now, there's just like it's just like music. There is going to Rankings. be there's going to be songs <laughs> that break through that everyone in this room could agree is a hot song. No matter what type of music no is their what. favorite, right? But sneakers is a little different because everyone is able to express themselves in a different way, but of course there's clumps of sneakers that break through to be these are un, undebatable hot and rare and things like that all right we're going to talk about some we're going to now i'm going to get you to name some names because you're you want me to name some yeah we can name <laughs> yeah, some names name definitely names. <laughs> melissa the in, ter in terms of the, the high fashion runway when you're doing a d squared show in milan or paris or you know around the world other places around the world are there sneakers on those on those models oh absolutely um for us, we had a reiteration of a sneaker, the chunky sneaker, which was really big in fashion. It's still hanging around, but kind of started with like a Balenciaga, huge triple S sneaker that was major. And then everybody and their mom did a version of it. And then we did a woman's version of it. That was a huge hill. People called it an alien shoe. People, Vogue, you know, <laughs> called it all this stuff. But then Cardi B wore it and then it broke the internet. Yeah. And then it hit Vogue Paris. It hit... You know, it was global. Um, I'll have to show you the shoe. It's it's pretty unique. But you know, we the big the bigger pull for that was actually the women's version of the sneakers. So um, sneakers are infused on the runway now. You know, back in the day, you wouldn't really see a sneaker, let alone for women. You know, we I know at least for D Square, we've made that a big part of you know our current collection and showing like that. DJ um, DJ Young Child, what about in terms of in terms of DJing? Are there certain like are there certain hot sneakers you have to rock now? In certain places? Well, it depends on the party. Like, you know, the, the party's going to be like a party of over a thousand people. Of course, you want to wear the hottest kicks that just came out. Stand on the booth. Yeah, stand <laughs> on the booth. Make everybody see your kicks. Or you get the, you wear the sneakers that has the most clout on the internet. You know, like the Fear of Gods, the, the, Ye the new Yeezys, or a classic Yeezy that no one could get. So that's the basically thing that I think that would make sense. 
Right, and that's a big issue, Joe. D- talk about like the the scarcity thing. Hasn't yeah. that been used to drive up the hype? Definitely. And the more it always was, the more limited pair, the better. But Kanye, especially now, is mass producing the Yeezys. Yes. And he set out, you know, a year and a half ago or so. He said, "I'm going to make Yeezys available for everyone." And people looked at him like he was crazy. And now. The Yeezy 350 model especially is in big box retailers where it used to just be the consignment stores or it would be online and they would sell out quickly and then it would end up at Flight Club or Stadium Goods or or the secondary market for, you know, a lot of hiked up prices. Now that model, specifically the 350, he's mass producing and he is sticking to his guns that he wants everyone to have it. And it's really flipping things on its on its head. There was in the Forbes article, he was on the cover a couple months back, and they reported that Yeezy sales are going to hit $1.5 billion and Jordan's at $3 billion. And no one has challenged Jordan like he is. And he's no taking. One. And he's no not one. even he's an taking, athlete. He's not, a, no he's not an athlete. And he is totally where Kanye, you think of back in the day, everything exclusive. Now he's taking this big product, probably the most successful product he's ever created, and he wants it everywhere. And what I saw on. What I saw on I call it Long Island Facebook, where I grew up. Right. <laughs> is there were specific models of the Yeezy 350 that dropped that like the Pirate Blacks and the Turtle Doves that are going for like $3,000. And wow. those are like the first colorways. But Long Island Facebook, I saw so many kids with their parents, like Johnny got his first pair of Yeezys and their colorways that aren't as exclusive as the first ones, doesn't matter. Right. They just have their first pair of Yeezys and... It has. It is something that has so many legs with years to come. Very That's true. it. Well, Valissa and everybody, please feel free to jump in. Who sets the trends, though? Who sets these trends? Because you saw Kanye. I mean, we've seen athletes. Because going back to mm-hmm. Michael Jordan, right, with the Air Jordan, yes, cl- established a classic. All the athletes that are involved with with the whole sneaker culture now and fashion culture. But what Kanye is that opening the door for other people to? I mean, absolutely. I definitely, to me, like Kanye still set the tone. For people like, let's say, like a Travis Scott who can't release pretty much anything without it selling out, you know, he's all of his sneaker drops that he's done with Nike, not Adidas, you know, are super limited. Um, you know, kids are going crazy to get a pair. Um, and then they're, they are more exclusive. They're not as many pairs being released. So, again, as soon as that release happens, you'll then go to StockX or whatever and see it up for a couple hundreds or thousands of dollars for these, right. yeah. for these shoes. So I want to say that the Internet in itself, you have all these, I hate to say influencers, I hate that word, but influencers, um, music musicians are major um, definitely athletes, and then there's just really like a group of tastemakers in the industry, whether it's actors, you know, influential people mm-hmm. that set the tone. I mean, and you can't really even think about that because let's think about even when like Barack wore a pair of sneakers, everybody's like, oh goodness, yeah. like right. I need yeah, yeah, the so president of the United cool. States, yeah. right? Yeah. Exactly, so, yeah. exactly. You know, so it's just really about the culture and and really where it's going. And to that point, last night the Dior show in Miami, Travis right. Scott debuted Jordan One. Dior collaboration. Yes. So, whoa! Think about what we've just been the, talking the, about. What high that fashion, intersection, right? And out of all the clothing on the runway, you know what was got the biggest pickup? The Jordan One Dior collaboration, right. and that just shows how big this has got. And to to her point about, you know, we couldn't even get an Air Force One. We couldn't even get respect for the Air Force One. Now, a fashion house like Dior, Dior. the biggest centerpiece of the fashion show is the Dior Air Jordan 1. And then that's the, incredible. The, to, to his point about 
you see the tunnels. We used to have to wait. We see that every night right. where celebrities are getting dressed up. We used to have to wait till magazine covers to yes. see it. Right. right. Now you can or see it right on their internet. Exactly. Maybe. Maybe you see now it. you see it every night. Every night. Every, every night. night. And, uh, young child, what about, what about you in, ter in terms of the, the sneakers? Like how, like, how do you decide what's the one that you have to get? Like, where do you get that you know, deci well, decision of where I'm going to plunk down this stack? Well, my friends... Sometimes and like internet, it's like you look. You, cause I, I do a lot of research. This invention called like, the internet. And like I do a, when they're gonna release. Like all right, they're about to release the breads, mm -hmm. which is a, um the um the Jordan Elevens. Yeah. You know, again, classic, again, iconic. It's, it's a classic, but to me, I feel like a patent them, leather. I, you I know bought, it. I bought them four times already. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know if I want to buy them. You're again. going to. No. You're but, going but to. Yeah, but I might buy them again because it's such a hot sneaker and, yeah. they, and they go so well with. Good outfits like Christmas is coming up. Mm -hmm. right. You know, Christmas you wear a lot of red. Christmas right. Shoe. You know, so like that's like a Christmas shoe. Like you put on like a red top. You got your, your breads on. It, it goes together. Can't beat it. It goes so, together. Okay. Yeah. So it's like you like got ornaments it. on a Christmas tree. Okay, I got yeah. you. All right. This. Is <laughs> are there do's and don'ts to doing the whole sneaker trend? We're gonna find out what our panel has to say when we come back. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Rotimi. You're listening to Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Yes, sir. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about the sneaker explosion. Maybe you've wanted to step up your sneaker game, but you're worried that it might be whack. We're going to find out what the do's and don'ts are right now from our panel. Joining me, Hot 97's own DJ Young Chow. Great to have you with us. Thanks for, thank you for having me. Thank you so much. <laughs> also with us is Melissa Vaughn. She's the USPR manager for the fashion line D Squared and also an urban high fashion fusion expert. Melissa, great to have you with us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Also joining us is Joe LaPuma. He's a senior vice president for content strategies with Complex and the creator and host of the show Sneaker Shopping. Young Chow, you're always, always fly. Is there any place where you would not wear a sneaker? Well, I'm Caribbean, right? <laughs> okay. So like, we, in the Caribbean, we have like crazy parties. So like, we'll have like a paint party. So, but you know what? I can't say that. I am wearing a sneaker, but it's an older sneaker. It's like none of my new sneakers. Like one of my old, old sneakers that I don't care about, I'll just wear. But, nah, I wear sneakers all the time. But is there any place where you feel like, oh, I got to go get some dress shoes or whatever because, you know, my grandma's not going to like me showing up oh, for this well, family like function and sneakers? If I'm going to like an uh, uh, award show or something like that, I'll put on some nice shoes. But, and like, you know, I'll go to like a, a ball or something like that. I'll put on some nice like dress up shoes. To go with your whole. With my whole suit. Your yeah. whole suit and all and, yeah. and that whole look. Melissa, do's and don'ts for, uh, for, for wearing sneakers? Like are there some places that you can't wear them? I mean, and I'm a woman, but for me it's like, <laughs> I mean, I've worn sneakers to church before. So, I mean, I'll also. And lightning didn't strike you in the pew. Lightning did not strike me. Not a sin. No. <laughs> not um, a sin. Because, I, I mean, I'm always, I'm a, bas I'm a former basketball player, so I always was into sneakers. You know, there would be times I'd literally come from practice and have to go to church or something, and I wasn't going to, like, you know, freak out if I didn't have on, like, a pair of dress shoes or heels or something. So, I mean, I think they're just, sneakers are so much more accepted now. And even how you style them up, I mean, I've worn a tuxedo with Jordan 1s. So, you know, I've I think it's mm. just yeah. how you wear it. And it's a little bit about confidence, too. Like, you put the sneaker on, you feel good in it. It doesn't... Really and it's so comfortable. And you're comfortable, absolutely. Joe, what, what, about, the, what about the do's and don'ts? Because we, we've seen sneakers, we've seen executives in sneakers, we've mm -hmm. seen people on TV that are supposed to be wearing dress shoes in sneakers. We've seen weddings where people wear sneakers. Yeah. I think that's all thrown out the window right now, honestly. I remember back in the day I couldn't even get into the 4040 with sneakers. Mm -hmm. And now, literally, I'm wearing Air Force Ones that peel off. Look at it, they peel off. And if I go to the 4040 today, 
I'm pretty sure that they would let us in. With there sneakers. was a whole era yeah, not that long ago with I a lot of the remember, clubs. I remember it was like an A-Rod party, and I was a young, <laughs> I was like a young starry-eyed complex employee and I was like I'm going to the 4040s tonight and I wore sneakers and they're like you're not coming in. There were a lot of hip hop clubs in Flatiron in that era too. I was the one that had to get the guys in that had sneakers on because it was like oh do you understand who this guy is? He's wearing sneakers. It was like I think I also think the culture of of what's going on in the industry kind of changed that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because like a lot of people that you know usually wear the suits and the dress shoes they're not popping the bottles at a Hip hop or it someone, just looks boring, right? It, it, not not say that's necessarily boring. I think these clubs more want the money right. more than anything. So you you, you are letting a dude with sneakers on and a t shirt and he's about to spend ten thousand dollars at your bar. Yeah. you know what I'm saying you're not gonna like sneakers. oh no you can't come in, mm-hmm. you know because I, I I do clubs all the time and the people that's really spending money is not the people that have on suits and shoes. Well, listen, but what about the what about the the People who make are making the sneakers so popular too. It's like there was a time back in the day with the Tim, with Timberland. They didn't want to have the urban audience because they a, a lot of people took that as a racist uh, type of attitude on the on the corporation. But then they ended up changing that and just that they just didn't want to associate with diversity because they felt like that was down market. But now it's it's like all flipped on its side and it's totally different. It's I mean, like diversity is the cool thing. Right. I mean, it has to be. Everyone has a sneaker. I mean, that's just like the complete statement. Any brand that you can think of has a sneaker, has a variation of a sneaker, or some sort of comfortable-esque shoe that is reminiscent of a sneaker. So, I mean, I can't think of, honestly, a brand that's not, that doesn't have a sneaker. That doesn't have a sneaker now. And that doesn't want that audience and that cachet. Like, the the urban thing now is the cachet. It's not the the thing to be, oh, you guys aren't good enough for us, like that. Joe, what about you? You you go shopping with all these celebrities, these athletes, Mm -hmm. hip-hop artists, very high-profile people. What do you, is there anything that you're kind of like, Eh, don't do that. You're a size 14. That's not going to work. Or not, do, you, not, do you ever do anything really. like that? Not really. They are, I think it's so mass and mainstream that even if you are not a sneaker expert and you're a guest on the show, they have seen the hot sneakers. That's why so many of the guests are buying off-whites. Right. But you have someone like Offset who now is recently, not recently, but he's always been into sneakers, but now it's become definitely a hobby collecting for him. And he's going back and trying to get all the shoes he couldn't get when right. he was in high school. Yes. And oh, wow. Yeah, so Nike du- Nike Dunk SBs, which were selling out nonstop. Skate I couldn't sh- get those. N- no one could get them. At skate, <laughs> at I couldn't get those. No um, skate shops. And Offset is one person who is going back now. All the stuff that he used to see as a kid online and not be able to get, he's piecing together. And... You know, you talked about P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker will hit Same. people in... Anywhere in the world. <laughs> Russia. He said on the show He he said on the show a couple months ago, I got a package from Russia. He is on WhatsApp, right. Instagram, finding... So this is, this is really international global. now. Yes. Global. Yes. It's yes. global? You could get... And, and you could almost get any sneaker you want now. If you're willing to pay. If you're willing to pay. All right. And, and, and talking about the money issue, too, because the, the resale market is huge. It's like... It's very huge. It's Six insane. billion dollars. Yeah. A year, billion dollar industry right now. Yeah. Like you could, like like the like talk the Yeezys for example, right? Like the Red October Yeezys, they're going for like I seen them online for like fourteen thousand dollars. No, no, I don't have them. I don't my, have my, them. My, my boy <laughs> have them. I don't have them. It's friend, the only Nike Yeezy I don't have. Nike, my friend yeah. had them and he stayed. He stayed in line for about like a day or two or something like some Good crazy. Some crazy. Though. Yeah, it's a good investment though. 
And before I used to look at these people like, why are you in line? But when you buy, when you buy the sneaker, because I'm sure people are thinking this right now. So when you buy it, when you mm -hmm. buy a fourteen thousand dollars sneaker, no, you don't no, buy it. No, you, you buy, buy it at real two fifty. You buy it at two fifty. And you wait. And then you wait. So, so, you wait. Someone said to me once was like, um, how does how does that work? Someone someone um I was talking to someone. And I was like, uh, I think like stock, the stock market came up or investments. <laughs> and I think someone was like, yeah, I'm not really into the stock market, but my, I have $400,000 worth of shoes in my apartment, which is kids are using it as an investment now. They are, they are making connections every Saturday morning, going from store to store, city to city, and they are buying shoes at $250 or $180, and it's they're going to be worth thousands in a few weeks. Yes. And it's correct. And that oh, has, wow. that faster, that faster. You, you, you asked about the explosion at the top of the show. That is something, the entrepreneurial aspect of this right. has totally changed everything. When I was working at Finish Line towards the end of my career there, you know, 2004 or five, we saw a little bit of reselling, right. people coming in and buying bulk. But the level that it has got to now these kids are very smart. It's, it's a whole crazy. business. They don't. They, they don't even need a nine to five. Some of them. They're just doing they that full time. No, they're buying. They do they're buying full time. Seat. Like and how much are, do they make? They will go. They will work. Like they will make connections and they will dig connections from this person just to get and they stack pairs. So a hot sneaker releases on Saturday and they are all competing with each other in the city to see how many pairs they could accumulate and they may sit on them for three months and then they could sell them. 300% up. Yeah. Right. And then they, they just make money like that. Like, how yeah. much money could they make a year? Like, an above average person. You know, yeah, you, you do the math. You, you get 10 pair, 10 pair of Yeezys, limited Yeezys, maybe at 200 a pop, right? right? You could sit on them for like six months or so, and they're worth sometimes 15 to 2,000. Yeah. So do the math. So it's better than the stock market. You, you, yeah. A lot better than And then another <laughs> thing. It's better than dealing drugs. Another thing I was. <laughs> you're not gonna, and you're not going to get yeah. arrested, right? Jadakiss just said that on like a complex show. Yeah, that like if I, could, if I could flip, if I could have flipped sneakers and not. <laughs> right. There was Christmas. We all, we all probably travel a lot for business. We, there was Christmas a year and a half ago, uh, a year ago. And everyone is always like, when is the sneaker bubble going to burst? Yeah. And even with my show, I'm like, you know, it definitely has a lot of legs. But every Monday you're like, you know, it was the same audience showing up. Right. So I was around Christmas, around kids, right. for the first time, like nephews and cousins and things like that, and they're glued to their phone. Glued to their phone, and I'm like, you know, not to sound old, but I was like, are they playing Candy Crush? What are they doing? <laughs> they're right. No, shopping you for know, sneakers. You know, like I don't know what the, right. the TikTok wasn't around, so I didn't know what. The, they are comparing prices glued to their phone of sneakers, and then I was like, this thing is not going anywhere for a while. Listen, there's parents that use Yeezys as promised for, stri I, I for straight remember, A's. I remember when I, 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 used, I can't remember, like a year or two, a pair of Yeezys was coming out, and like it was dropping like 12 o'clock midnight. And me and my brother are on our phones like, all right, as soon as, it, as, soon as 12 o'clock hit, we're gonna pay for it, like we, me and my brother could even get this through. Like the way people used yeah. to go for the concert tickets, it's like, like so you line up out. and every, everything. So rabid. Ten seconds after the like the uh, like of, of twelve, sold out. Well, listen. What do you see? What about with women? Because it's like a lot of these sneakers are geared. The vast majority are geared towards men. Right. Do you see any changes ahead? You know, with with women in terms of sneakers. How many are we gonna collect sneakers the way we collect red bottoms or collect blonics or collect? You know those I type feel of shoes. Like women have. I mean, my sneaker collection when I moved like moved into my apartment in college. Like one of my 
like teammates were like, do you have like a Jordan sponsor or something? Because I had to get like a dolly to like wheel in all my shoe boxes. And wow. I mean, that was like a long time ago. <laughs> so, you know, it, it was a part of the culture then. It's, I feel like women been, have been collectors and, you know, all my stash now is at my mom's house. So it's like, I'm not into it as I once was. Um, but I do feel that women have been collectors for years. I totally agree with her. I totally agree yeah. with her because the Jordan sneakers, Yeezy sneakers are cheaper mm-hmm. in, yeah. in a woman's size than a men's size. Right. You know what I mean? Depends on what size your foot is. You know what I mean? Like, you have a size four, size five. Like, you're getting Kid cheap. Size, you're right. getting cheap. Like, and, like, I know girls in high school that have many pairs of sneakers right. from, yeah, from years. The other great thing to me, it's a great thing that has been the difference in women's footwear and sneakers, the whole only pink and purple thing is no more. Yeah, and women don't wear Exactly. Women are wearing neutral sneakers. Yes. Right. And even earlier in my show, I would, you know, do you, do you like the pink colorways? And that was that was years ago. Now that is totally flipped on its head, which right. I think it's great. Do you remember the neutral snake skins? Co- um, oh, the Jordan, um, Jordan the pink, Yeah, yeah. yeah. The pink. yeah. yeah. And some of them are great, <laughs> but the whole notion right. that Women's, that women's Jordan is a pink or a purple is no more. And I think that's, that's really that that's a really good thing. Right. I yep. think that it's just become more acceptable to just want sneakers. Mm-hmm. It's not about I need a woman's sneaker. I need a woman's Correct. version of sneaker. Correct. It's just about you get what you like. And I don't think we're stuck on kind of the gender side of it anymore. No, no, definitely. That's, that's and they're making it on the smaller sizes, too. So yeah. it's just and dudes are wearing women's. There was a Jordan one. Blue, uh, like blue ice. It was yeah. three different shades of a patent leather blue. Oh wow! And it was a woman's shoe, and a lot of dudes were buying that. Right. So because it was so hot. Yeah. yeah. Hot looking. All right. This is Street Soldiers. I'm your host Lisa Evers. We'll be right back. Yo, what up? This is Clarity, and you're listening to Street Soldiers with the one and only Lisa Evers on Hot 97. You dig? Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about the sneaker explosion, and if we got a great panel for you to break this all down. Joining me is Hot 97's own DJ Young Chow. Young Chow, great to have you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Also with us is Melissa Vaughn. She's the US PR manager for D Squared. <laughs> he nailed it. He nailed it. He nailed it. <laughs> no, I was okay till he piped in. Okay? I was okay till till he piped in. All right, we'll try again. We'll try again. Better to have people laughing than Okay, okay, here we go. <clears throat> Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about the sneaker explosion and if we got a great panel for you. Joining me is Hot 97's own DJ, Young Chow. Young Chow, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me today. Thank you so much. Also with us is Velissa Vaughn. She's the US PR manager for D Squared and an urban high fashion fusion expert as well. Velissa, great to have you with us. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Also with us is Joe LaPuma. He's the senior vice president for content strategies for Complex and also the creator and host of Sneaker Shopping. Joe, great to have you on the show. Thanks so much. Thank you so much. What about trends, Joe, in terms of what's next or what's hot or, you know, people want to get a gift for somebody or gift themselves? Yeah, I, I think brands are always, they always kind of hammer, we are function first and aesthetic second. Not sure how much I always believe about that, but we've seen like Nike do self-lacing on court basketball sneakers, which is a technology that you know, we saw it in Back to the Future, but the fact that like Jason Tatum is wearing self-lacing, self-lacing hyper-adapt BBs, 
Uh, it's a it's a silhouette. And then the other thing that I've seen recently in the past couple of years are like deconstructed silhouettes. So Virgil's The Ten, which was a monumental collection. He did ten classics reinterpreted. And he like cut the swooshes and, and it took like a Jordan one that's usually pristine and an Air Force one and like switched it all around. And I think there's, we were just talking about off camera, it's kind of split on even like deconstructed and sneakers becoming like, dirty and and com coming out dirty some people are like i could never buy a pair i can never buy that a pair of brand you would never buy them yeah. would never buy the that. ones that look kind of torn up and no. kind of like yeah. rough I, i'm an og sneakerhead you know i i have to have my sneakers clean like i i, I clean my sneakers with two brushes i have to see them clean their sneakers coming with scuffs on that yes 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 <laughs> one of the but biggest do you keep, what about the boxes do you keep it like keep like the, oh. the special boxes the no box? i actually bought like new containers the container store yeah yeah the I container store. have you ever I, seen I, a closet yeah. with the container store it's actually better because like i now can see all my yeah. like, sneakers clear to pick it up but before it's in boxes you know like oh god like <laughs> yeah melissa yeah. as a as a collector do you have the original boxes or do you use the, cl the crystal at my clear? mom's house i have original boxes at my house now i have some boxes but I live in New York City now, so right. you need space is a premium issue. But what, but what, what about this deconstruction and kind of like dirty trend? Is that part of an, a larger fashion theme it or fashion? A, it is a trend right now. Um, I'm like in the middle of it. There's sometimes like certain sneakers I don't care. I don't mind how they look once they get dirty. But then like there are certain sneakers that I'm like, I prefer them to still look clean. And I am going to maybe take a right. toothbrush to it if mm -hmm. I need to. Right. So I'm, I'm actually kind of someone who's in the middle. I kind of like a little bit of both. Um, but I think it's preference. I think it, so, too. Definitely a, preference. It's a trend right now, though, to, you know, get your sneakers dirty. I think as New Yorkers, we run around and actually walk well, the in our sneakers. streets are so dirty, too. We don't drive everywhere. Yeah. So we our sneakers are going to get dirty regardless. Um, but, like, even let's say, like, a van. Like, I have friends out in LA where they only wear Vans 24-7. They Vans white, they dirty. get dirty so yeah, fast, but so they wear dirty. them until they're dirty and then they pick up a new pair. Yeah. You know, so whereas, I think it's cultural too, like East Coast, I, West Coast. For I sure. Know. And I think it's international actually. Like, you know, because when I travel like to Europe and stuff, like their sneakers be dirty, but they be so expensive. Right. They don't really care. So I guess like, you know, they'll wear like a brand new outfit, dirty shoes. Right. And people pick up on that and people's like, you know what, like, Fine, because you because you can almost tell the country by how what kind of shoes they're wearing with with the clothes, the sneakers yeah. too. Yeah, sometimes. What, what about not Japan? Not weren't you, you you were just in Japan? What about Yo, Japan? Japan, like they're so like up to date with everything, <laughs> yeah. fashion, like, style, technology. Sneakers. Technology. <laughs> I was in Tokyo and I walked into like a whole Jordan store. Like yeah. that's all they sell, and they they had like Jordans from like twenty dollars to. Twenty thousand dollars. You could right. find like uh, eighty five, nineteen ninety four Jordan bro, ones. You, you, bro, you find yeah. anything, and like, yeah. and they have the year. Like, all right, so you know how Jordans and sneakers come out. Like, they have it the year it came out. So like, the, it came out nine ninety five, nine ninety five. Yeah, like a museum almost. Like, like yeah. a shoe box. Everything Some of them, original. you put them on, they fall apart. Yeah, because it's so because, old. Yeah, because they're so old. But and the they rubber kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sole falls apart. But those are like for collectors. Mm -hmm. and like, collectors. Yeah, people like that. What, what, Joe, what, in, terms, in terms of the... Like, how do people outdo each other now? Like, how do celebrities outdo each other it's, when they want to have, like, something where people are going to go, wow, what's classes. that? It's heavily competitive. And don't <laughs> let anyone tell you it's not. It's it is. heavily it, it competitive is. to have the newest stuff before, it before comes everyone out, before it comes out which is where i come in like if there's something that someone wants and it's fall winter 20 then they need it now now and what if they saw it on someone would they say no if they if they're privy yeah, to see really so i mean like we 
you know, a part of my job is getting the exclusive pieces that haven't came out to celebrities well before, but we're very particular. Like we, we want someone that's going to get us great press we and be it. exclusive first before we give it to this person. So it's a game, you know, we have our list and then celebrities have their list. So it's, it's back and forth. I mean, and so last like night, Travis was the one who debuted right, the, the Jordan Dior Jordan, Jordan which everyone wants Travis. Exactly. Travis is top tier. What is it about top. Travis? Because here he is in our, you know, There's, what is it about Travis, Travis and merchandise? Kids. The kids. The kids. kids. If you he have to watch no the documentary, yeah. there's like kids catching the Holy He's Ghost. He's the clout right Rabbit now. He audience. is totally, but I'm just saying, are there certain things about his, his the, style or the, his... The, they identify him as being like free and the, the performances are always crazy. Yeah. Right. And he is hitting the kid audience. And when, when I say kids, not eight-year-olds, but like teenagers and, and a little above, he's hitting it like no other right now. No one That else. is like the savior. Yeah. Him and Kylie are like yeah. neck and neck. Serious and and that's and that's it. What about what about play in terms of the um like like colors are have, has every color every possible color of sneaker been done? Has every possible fabric or Everything material been done? been done? I mean, and like well, like where done. do you, you know, go? Now we see like this. One of the best sneakers of the year was the Sakai Nike right. waffle. Yes. And if you look at it, it's double tongued. Mm -hmm. It's mesh. It's a little. It's a little bit of like when Bill Bowerman. Yeah. Bill Bowerman <laughs> made the first sole on the waffle on the waffle maker in Nike. Yeah. And then it's a little bit of the new school with right. like double with like a a, a different heel. Exactly. So everything. everything. It's 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 a perfect representation of where the rule book has totally been thrown out. And a lot of people consider. It the sneaker of the year. I would, I would say. You would, you and it's too? a collaboration with a hot, like a high fashion brand, so right. it checks every single box. Yes. Right. It's all of it right down the line. Do you, uh, Valissa, do you think we're going to get to a time where people, where s shoes are kind of like almost obsolete? I, it's funny. I was having this conversation with James a few weeks ago where it's like there is a weird feeling with sneakers because it's like there's certain kind of grail sneakers that you feel like you have to get and then there'll be like a little bit of like, let's say even almost uh, the bread that's coming out again. You're right. like, do I need that? Like, are you shoving this down my throat too mm. much? You know, like, I do feel like this might be the year where people are like, you know what? I'm not getting that this year. I'll just see what else, like, a Kanye might drop. Or let's see Like the Travis, pressure. Like the pressure. Let's see, like, what else might come out that's a little bit more limited and cool where it's like I don't have to keep buying into the same thing over and right. over again. So I do think there's a space. We were having a conversation with a friend and we're just, he's like, I want to get into sneakers, but what do I need to do? And we're like, just be cool right now because <laughs> it's like you don't need a lot. You know, we're like, get the Sakai, yeah. get maybe a Travis. If you want to try to start a collection, there's certain things you might want to try to get, but you don't need to get everything right start now. But what about, for, what about for parents? Because one of the big issues too with, with, with high price sneakers is one thing for adults and, and for people who are collecting. It's a different thing if you're in high school or, or middle school and you want to have a sneaker that looks cool, but you know, you can't afford $200. Joe, what, what would you recommend? What I would say about that is everyone, of course, wants the very rare high price sneakers. Of course. Having said that, an Air Force One is still relatively cheap. Uh, right. Adidas Stan Smith is still relatively right. cheap. Very true. A Adidas Samba, even though it was like a sneaker, it was a soccer shoe, is very fashionable and cool. And then my, one of my favorites, the Nike Cortez, I think is maybe $75. Yeah. And you could do that, and there's not. No, not that it's about this, but no one will ever make fun of you. You know, Vans and the West right. Coast. Vans are $50. You could cycle through them and no one would say anything. I know that there's this pressure to have the very rare and exclusive, but there are these general release shoes that are iconic classics that you could start and build your way up. 
and still look still look stylish. I, I, I also think like people could build their own style, their own brand. Like you talking about Vance. Like I hated Vance. Like I ain't gonna lie to you. But my brother, like he dresses up good too, and he started wearing them. And like I see him like every day. Like yo, these are start starting to kind of look hot. Then I start to buy Vance because me just looking at him, how he's wearing it. It's about you know confidence. what I'm saying? It, it's more about yes. confidence. It's about how you wear your shoes too. You know how you put it together, how you how you lace them, like mm -hmm. everything. Yeah, right. the, the whole style. But listen, what about what about your suggestions for sneakers? You agree with what Joe said? I agree with both of them. Like, but I, again, I have to say it's about confidence. You know, you you can't always you know go down the beaten path and do what everyone else is doing. But to go back to a little what we talked about before, there's so much of like an entrepreneurial spirit into it where. You know, you get that one shoe and you can kind of create your own. I mean, at one point it was just like, okay, you were on eBay doing this or word of mouth. Now there's StockX, there's Stadium Goods. Mm -hmm. You can drop your shoes off at, you know, Flight Club. There's so many different things that you can do where we do see these young kids really turning this into a business. Yes, definitely. I mean, they're, they're turning basements into warehouses. Mm -hmm. and, yes, absolutely. You know, absolutely. so it's like get in there and figure it out. You know, save up, get that one pair and start your own business, you know, um, you know, and get some a couple of those, you know, you know, get an Air Force One. It's never going to go out of style. Get never. a Cortez. Mm -hmm. You know, you'll look cool no matter what. And I don't think we're really, even though there are these great shoes that are, you know, high priced, there are some of these great basic you know, pairs that you're always going to look cool no matter what. No matter what, Definitely. and you don't have to worry. Absolutely. And you don't have to go broke. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. All right, well, I want to thank all of you for being with us. Sorry, Michael. For this episode of Street Soldiers, DJ Young Chow, great to have you with us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, <laughs> Melissa Vaughn, great to have you. Thank you for Thank you, me. and Joe LaPuma, awesome. Thank you so this much for fun. being thank with you. us. And thank you for joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Let's push for peace.